Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink where are all my lady listeners at because i am talking to you is your time of month an easy breezy situation or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause well then ladies you've got to try hormone harmony hormone harmony is made by the happy mammoth company which i've been a big fan of for a while now Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Hi. <laughs> Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day to all the presidents out there. Right. You know, I do not think it should be a school holiday. You don't? No, my friends, they still go to school. They had the whole basically President's Day off last week. They called it a winter break. And they go to school this whole weekend. I mean, yeah, not the I whole know. weekend, but 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's President's Day today because they gave my kids off Friday and Monday. But yeah, so I feel like it is a, you know, I'm down for a four day weekend. I know you are, but I am not because we have spring break in a couple weeks. Oh, and your kids have sports. So like you have to stay in town. That's right. We do have to stay in town. When you can escape, it's kind of fun. Yeah. If I could escape, I would have liked it. But, you know, I don't know. I, and we had that snow week. I just feel like they've been home forever. That's boring. So we don't want to talk about that. So happy President's Day. If you got it off work, congratulations to you. Yeah, congratulations. It's also, we just are following up with the day of love. For oh, all you lovers out there. Did you guys do anything fancy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of my kids, did not, the teacher, like, she, man, she, I don't know if she just dropped the ball or what, but only no two kids in the class. Yeah. Did the Valentine's thing. Oh, shit. I know. That's crazy. So, so then I picked up the other two kids from school and were like, you're going to have to share your Valentine's with your sister. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's nice. My husband mm-hmm. had uh kidney stone surgery on Valentine's day. So that's real sexy. That's super sexy. <laughs> and it's been real sexy ever since. So <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I've been calling Tabitha a bad wife ever since. First of all, I had no idea he was having surgery, which you would think we talk uh, pretty frequently. She might uh, give me a heads up on that. No, he just threw it at me too. He goes, oh, by the way, tomorrow, which is Valentine's Day, I am going for this kidney stone surgery. I was like, he's like, I'm going for surgery. It's like, are you getting a vasectomy? (laughs) (laughs) Please? No. (laughs) Like, that would no, be a great no. Valentine's Day gift. Uh, right? I know. Yeah. No, he did that. So now we're working through the stones, but it's been more painful than he thought. I think he thought it was not going to be. So. She made him take an Uber home. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> she does not want me to throw her under the bus right now. But she made it. He took it. He had to take an Day. Uber. Because my kids actually had parties at their school that I had to. <laughs> <laughs> slam (laughs) those orange county people Um, yes so yeah he did i i was going to pick him up but i didn't realize that it was not close i thought it was down the road (laughs) the local hospital (laughs) yes so he he's not mad at me so we're good oh that's Um, okay but hopefully you guys all had a much more enjoyable romantic valentine's day than the rest of us that um, boys to men Valentine's thing. Look it up on YouTube. It's real fun. Oh my god! I mean, my husband, my husband, and I were watching. I've been a little under the weather, and we watched a show last night. I just um, wanted, well, whatever, stupid one of the Yellowstone things, which I refused to watch, but then I caved because I'm so weak. Mm-hmm. Anywho, he was like, "Look at how much they love each other." Look oh, at how on they Yellowstone, just, yeah, <laughs> like they hold each other and they're so into each other. Remember when we used to be like that? Did you say no? I don't remember. I was like, I have a video to show you. This is what it's like now. Oh, and I showed him the boys to men thing. And he was like, I'm like, it's not just us, babe. It's everybody. Yeah. I told him I loved him before he left the house today. Oh, that's nice. Like, there you go. Nice. Do you like this coffee mug that I'm that I have? It's It, it keeps your coffee hot, which I think you would like. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Although I drink it pretty fast. Oh, I don't. I do like an all day affair. I know. So no, you annoy the fuck out of me. 
because back when we used to like record at your house and stuff all the time and we saw each other more frequently, Tab like gets like Starbucks and has like two sips. But I have it all day. But it's just like it's just an annoying cup all around (laughs) all the time. Only to you and probably to my husband. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. She's that girl. It's I am. Okay. All right. Are you ready to get into our case today? Yes. All righty. Okay. This case comes out of Cameron Park, California. No way. You know where that is? My sister lives there. No freaking shit. Uh Uh-huh. Because I was for sure that no one would know where this place is. Mm -hmm. It's pretty small. There's only about 19,000 people in the 2020 census. It's close to Folsom. Folsom Prison. Everybody knows about that. Yes. Okay. Listen. Okay. I think a lot of people know places around it. It's also right by El Dorado Hills where my dear friend Deborah lives. But I've never heard of Cameron Park. Does your sister live in the Cameron Park estates? They have like airplanes in their driveways. Have you seen this? No, I'm sure she's heard of it though. And I'm sure she's listening. Well, I bet. Let us know. Have you heard? You know what? Then Kimberly, I know you know of this story. Yeah. And why haven't you told me about it, bitch? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Damn it. Okay. So these Cameron Park Estates homes, like I said, they, uh, it's like an air park. It's really a unique kind of community where people have airplanes in their driveways. No shit. Okay. They're not those airplanes like jets. They're those little tiny ones. It's like that makes me real nervous. Yeah. Yes. The kind that I don't ever want to get on. Right. Those. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Houses there are pretty expensive and they don't come up for sale very often. There is one currently for sale for $1.5 million um, and it's 3,500 square feet. So pricey. Damn. Yeah. Really pricey. There's also one empty lot for sale uh, for $350,000. Then you're going to have to spend a couple mil to build. So it's going to cost you so much. The price of lumber is bananas. Oh, it's bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it's not selling. Yeah. So they say the the roads there are shared by planes and cars alike. And if you live there, you're probably a plane or flying enthusiast. So that's that. So you got to ask your sister about that little place. Back in 2012, there was a couple um, and a man in particular named Todd Winkler that had no problem jumping on his little prop plane and taking it for a spin. He lived in one of those homes with his wife, Rachel, and they had three very young kids, the oldest being four and the youngest being eight months old. So pretty much all babies. Um, the neighborhood suited this family. Todd was an ex F 16 fighter pilot in the military. That's hot. It is hot. Actually. I think I don't even know what an F 16 is, but I (laughs) know it's hot. (laughs) It is. It's, it's, you know, it's like one of those fighter jets. It's, it's hot. It's like, uh, the the jackets, the, all of it, all of it. Glasses. It's all hot. Yeah, that's right. So, that was Todd in his previous life before he met Rachel. So he just loved to fly. So Cameron Park was very fitting. 
Also, the lifestyle was fitting for Rachel and Todd alike. It was upscale, fancy, very secure, which appealed to Rachel. But in all actuality, this life was very different from what Rachel grew up in. Rachel grew up in Napa, California to an artist father. And I would say like a much more hippie kind of relaxed life. She dated a guy previously for 14 years that was an aspiring artist in Napa. And these two just like painted murals and shit, you know, and made like, money. I'm always fascinated by that. Uh, according to her dad, they didn't make a ton of money painting the murals. So, I mean, enough to get by, but nothing like a glamorous lifestyle living with airplanes in your driveway. You know what is a good gig is those people that paint the curbs. The address? Oh, I know. Totally. <laughs> and it's like, takes them five minutes. It takes them five minutes. They got the little stencil. They're walking around it's here charging a so, hundred bucks a house. And boom, so boom, true. boom, boom, boom. They're making like a thousand bucks an hour. And you know that paint does not last and it's made to not last. So they can And then they got to the come back. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the best business, man. Yeah. Okay. If anybody wants to start a new business, that's the one to start. Mm-hmm. Although... Rachel's previous relationship seemed really fun and easy, but the thought of having kids and paying for a mortgage, those things, you know, that grownups do didn't really seem fit with her first boyfriend. So when Rachel met Todd, this ex-military pharmaceutical exec who owned a plane and wanted a fancy life, Rachel was into it. She actually was so into it, Grouchy, that she married the dude three weeks after meeting him. That's quick. I would say it's probably too quick, although it worked out for your mother and father. But most of the time, I would say those weddings don't last very long. Right. True. You can imagine Rachel's dad was not super stoked on this shotgun wedding, but Todd was real nice. He was very respectful. And so eventually the relationship between the in-laws, they actually really strengthened. Todd, like I said earlier, he was a pharmaceutical exec and his job was in San Francisco, which is pretty far from Cameron Park. It's like definitely over an hour. And it's like two hours. Yeah, Yeah. Traffic. It's two hours. So a lot of times Todd would just stay in the San Francisco area for the week and then come home on the weekends. Rachel, she got a job at the air park as the general manager, which is um, like this little, it's kind of right by, you know, where she lives is also like a little airport, obviously for these air, um, these airplanes. So she got a job as the general manager while raising the kiddos and being alone most of the week. I mean, you, you have thought that you could live alone most of the week. Yeah. You probably could, but I do think it would get lonely. Yeah. So I imagine so. I think so. I have you like a a lot of, I have a lot of children and dogs in my bed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm busy. So did Rachel. She had three kids under like five, but I don't know. I think it got, I think it got a little lonely for her. And The other thing about this happy home, well, it just really wasn't. You see, everyone has secrets, some dirtier than others. And the Winklers, Todd and Rachel Winkler, well, they both had their dirty little secrets. 
And unfortunately, all these secrets we now know about, they're not secrets anymore. Todd's were kind of interesting, like the fact that Todd was let go from the military due to some mental outbursts, like thinking he was a samurai soldier and Mm. having to go get mental evaluations and stay in a mental institution for months. He did spend some time in Japan while he was in the military, but he was no sword yielding samurai soldier. Did she know that he had been let go? Just, you know, what do they say? Dishonorably? Yeah. I don't know about that. I would think you would want to know because if my husband had served time in the military, I would want to be shopping at that place that they shop at where they don't pay tax for the rest of my life. Yes. And I would want all the discounts for Disneyland, et cetera. (laughs) I know. I think you only get that if you are like in good standing. I think that Todd was not allowed to go back to the base camp to shop because he actually got caught shoplifting there. Oh, shit. And that is is when he actually got let go of the military. That's real bad. That's real bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Todd also had a problem with lying. Uh, and I can imagine at first, you know, Rachel let things go, but after years of weird lies, I'm sure that gets real unattractive. Now, according to the prosecution, some of his lies were faking cancer and even going as far as shaving his head and eyebrows to make it believable. That kind of shit really just drives me bananas. Like faking illnesses is it's a pet peeve of mine because I'm like, people really fucking have this shit and it's no joke, right? Yeah. We did a case that girl bell in Australia. Yes. Yes. I can't, I hate it. Yeah. Um, and you're shaving your head to get out of work. Like you're a fucking weird dude. Yeah. Um, according to Rachel's dad, Todd also wanted to fake a car crash where he would drive the car off the mountain for some insurance money. I think this fancy lifestyle was over the Winkler's budget and all of it was mostly, I think a big turnoff to Rachel. These two, they had their plane and their big fancy house, but Inside the house was a different story. Inside, it was a shell. Things were like falling apart. It was unfinished, worn down. Reminds me of like people's Instagrams. Yeah. Facebooks <laughs> looks all really good on the outside. Yeah. And then they get divorced like the next month. <laughs> yeah. You're like what happened? Yeah. Um, also celebs, right? Celebs are like that a lot of times. Remember Jenny Aniston and, and Brad? And they go on that last, like, remember when they broke up and they went on their last, like, Caribbean thing? It was so They sad. went with all their friends to tell their yeah. friends. Oh. Listen, people suspected because she was, like, crying on the beach. Mm-hmm. I, listen, the you Jennifer know, and Brad, Brad breakup is up there on the heartbreaks of my life. I, I mean, know, me too. I'm still five. talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know what would be amazing if like Ben um, Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, if they would get back together, like if Brad and Jen got back together, I oh, if that yeah. would make my life. Like you know, why I would don't just people talk okay. about that. You know, like 
where were you at when you found that out that uh, Brad and Jen broke up? You know, I feel like that should be one of those things. Like, where were you when Kennedy got shot? Yeah. (laughs) It was that big for us, for sure. (laughs) It really was. I saw it on the CNN crawl. Oh, my God. Like in a hotel room. It was huge news. I called you immediately. Yes, I know. I mean, we could not believe it. Or we could because he cheated. That bastard. Okay. Well, like Brad, um, Rachel was had her also little secrets. Rachel liked her job working at the air park. And when this ex-military maintenance man named James started giving Rachel a little attention, she liked him even more. Now, James, he was also married. And according to him himself, he was on his way out of that marriage. James and Rachel were head over heels for each other. And they maintained this affair for a very long time. Rachel had a whole week to basically be with James and hide her love affair. Mm -hmm. By the way, she did not hide her love affair with her neighbors. Like they saw James all the time. So maybe she just didn't give a shit. But she was like the boss, right? So she could say like, oh, right. Like he's he's, working. He's fixing my pipes at home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's cleaning everything. Yeah. Um, so like I said, James was also married as well. And I doubt his wife worked two hours away for multiple days at a time. So when Mrs. James found out that these two were doing it, she called Rachel's husband, Todd, and said, your wife is a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Well, this news was, of course, shocking to Todd. And he was right pissed like any husband would be. Right. He went to Rachel's dad and begged him to help him go tell James to stay the F away from my wife. And at this point, Rachel's dad had grown very close to Todd. So he was like, sure, I'll go with you. So these two go to James's house and Todd's like, stop banging my wife, dude. And according to James, James said, no can do barbecue. Yeah. Which like, I I can't even imagine that kind of situation happening. And then he's like, sorry, I'm going to still bang your wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it is a mistake to go to the other person. Like you can't fault the other person. You have to fault the person you're married to. Yeah. That's probably where he should have started. I've been, you know, I don't want to brag, but I've been cheated on multiple times <laughs> and I, <laughs> believe it or not people and what did you do I never went after the person so I didn't either I did go shop and like as a like a psycho I did go like shop in their workplace to like check them out Mm -hmm. but um but that's it I never like confronted them like stop banging my stop banging my boyfriend I printed out all the naked pictures that were sent (laughs) Um, and then got my boyfriend in the car I was driving to yeah. Havasu and then started questioning him about this little biscuit, naked yeah. little girl. He was like, no, I don't know who that is. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, here. Yeah. Do you know this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Have you seen this booby? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I never went after her, but I was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I just want to give them the satisfaction. The girl? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're going to cheat, you probably should just let them and cheat listen. with the and if you, person. If you know somebody away. has a, a is in a relationship and you're cheating with that person, I mean, you're not very stoked on yourself. There's nothing I can do to say. I don't even right. know if this. I bet you this girl didn't even know that he had a living girlfriend. My yeah. guy, my person. James, of course, James knew that Rachel had a husband. I mean, James was basically like the second husband to Rachel. It doesn't seem that sexy to be having an affair with the three little kids around all the time, too. No, it doesn't. And James also had a daughter who yeah, knew I mean, Rachel. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it, it was complicated. It's messy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so after, you know, James is like, sorry, I'm not going to stop banging your wife. Um, Todd was more pissed. And Rachel's dad was, I can just imagine, been like, okay, I'm out. Like, this is not my place anyways. Yeah. Rachel, on the other hand, she did have mixed emotions. She was like, okay, well, we have some, three small kids and a divorce is messy. So she kind of told Todd, like, okay, well, we'll try to work it out. But her unhappiness was growing stronger every day and her love for James was not diminishing. So she decided that she was going to divorce Todd. And then on February 27, 2012, Rachel confronted Todd about the divorce. She said she had filed and was, you know, talking him through what was going to happen. And then what happened next, only Rachel and Todd know. According to Todd, Rachel told him about the divorce and they argued about custody of the children. She told him that she was going to sick her gun-loving boyfriend James on him if he brought any issues. And then that's when Todd got mad and hit Rachel on the side of the head. And then Rachel came after him with a pair of scissors. He says that Rachel's much more fit than him. And so it was a struggle. Okay. Rachel is 110 pounds, a tiny lady. Todd is 240 pounds, not a tiny man. Not even like a medium sized guy. Okay. 240. It's a big dude. Yeah. He says that she got on top of him and then him on top of her. And then they rolled around and like, I mean, the scene that he portrays is something like out of the movies. Maybe that shit really does happen. I know when I wrestle with my husband, that doesn't happen. Like, I just can't overtake them, you know, like, no, you just can't. Unfortunately, no. you know, no. So no, he says, it has to be one of those situations where it's like a small child trapped under a car, adrenaline, right. super, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Todd, uh, says when he finally got on top of Rachel, he stabbed her in self-defense. No, oh, I don't think so either, but now, now Todd says, okay, what would you do? What would you do if you were Todd? And this, and it like really you could was restrain her or something, you know, push her off, you know, whatever. But there's no reason like to stab. And no, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. You no. put their arms around there, around them and like hold her there. And yeah. then you call 911 and say, my wife's being a crazy person. Yeah, that's what yeah. you do. 
Yeah. Well, that's not what Todd did. Todd stabbed her. With the scissors? With the scissors, yes. Fucking A. I know. I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. It is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. 
Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Now, Todd does not call 911. Todd calls his neighbor friend who's a lawyer seven hours 
later. So this guy goes all night with his, his wife's body lying lifeless in her baby's room. He gets the kids up. He makes them breakfast. He takes them to their neighbor's house. Then he calls this other neighbor friend who then calls the police to report Rachel deceased. When police arrived, he informed, he informs them that his wife is in the bedroom and is dead. They, of course, they take him into the police station where he tells the story that I just told you. The crime scene was really gory. And the thought of this tiny little lady coming at this big guy with scissors in a massive struggle just didn't make sense. So they started digging. And what they found is that Todd's story doesn't really make sense to anybody, even them. Um, It turns out that Todd's neighbor, who he took the kids to, says that Todd did not have any cuts or scrapes on his hands when he dropped them off in the morning. But when police got there, there were cuts on his hands, which Todd told them were defensive wounds from the scissors, which all of it sounds really fucking bizarre. Like, are the scissors open? Like, how do you, how does that happen? Also, I'm real impressed that they had like stabby scissors with three little kids. Oh, okay. So (laughs) listen, I just did that baby shower with our friend Lynn. Lynn had these scissors that I was like, Lynn, I I love these scissors. They are like the best. They like cut through anything. They can stab your shit if you wanted. But I don't see those on a regular basis. Like I've seen a couple pair of those in my life. I have a good, yeah, a good, I think they're called Fisco actually. Oh my god, They are the best scissors. They have an orange handle and I keep them hidden away because I never want my children using them. Lens were all silver, very heavy duty. Oh, they're probably Grangers. I actually know a little bit about scissors. Okay. Well, they were something and they were good. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So also there was no blood from those wounds of Todd's in or around the places that he was that morning, you know, like cooking breakfast, getting his kids ready, but there was blood on the baby's clothes from Rachel, which made the detectives think that she was actually holding her baby at one point <sighs> when she was trying to get away from Todd. You know what else I'm thinking? When you stab someone, they don't just die right away. Yeah, you're right. So they don't. he just left her there to like bleed out. Well, their theory is that he stabbed her in her bed while she was sleeping, which would be consistent of the crime scene photos because the bedroom was real bloody. And then he thought she was dead or like going to bleed out, but she wasn't. And so she made her way to her baby's room somehow, grabbed the baby, maybe for a shield. And then oh, you would just want to, she wants to grab the baby and get out of the house. I mean, that yeah. would be the first thing we would do if somebody was attacking us is be, go into our kid's room, get them, get out. Yeah. And then that's when he attacked her and killed her as she crouched down in the corner of her baby's room. He also mentions to the police in an interview that her last words were, we can work this out. We can work this out, which to me is not her stabbing him or trying to hurt him. That's her begging for him to stop hurting her. Yeah. So the investigators found one more thing in the house that raised red flags, ashes from a woman named Catherine Winkler, Todd's second wife. 
So yes, Rachel is third wife to this dude. And now he mm-hmm. has two dead wives. Wow. I mean, sure, it can happen. This is why more than three weeks is necessary. Got to do a little investigating. Right. I know. When you have a husband who has a dead wife, you, it better be from like cancer or something. That's that's what I think too. <laughs> like it better yeah. be from a sickness. Like yeah. no kind of accident. No. No, nothing no, like that. No, okay. no. So this also was intriguing for the investigators. They were like, how did this lady pass? Please tell me cancer. But no, it turns out that Todd's wife died in a fiery crash when her car ran off a cliff. Her death was ruled an accident, but there are some suspicions to this day that this crash um, maybe wasn't an accident. However, it's still deemed an accident. But let me tell you what happened. So Todd and his wife, Kathy, were living in Georgia at the time and... Todd, very much like he was with Rachel, liked to live this glamorous life. At the time, Kathy was making most of the money and Todd was trying to start this new business. This was 1999. And so he was like selling internet to hotels um, or hotel guests, you know, back when it was like not very easy to get on the internet. Um, The two, according to a friend of Kathy's, were in debt. On one September night in Georgia, Todd and Kathy decided to go camping in the Chattahoochee State Park area, which I had to say Chattahoochee because I just I was just thinking, (laughs) how have I never heard of this Chattahoochee? You've heard the song. Have I? Yeah. I mean, it's a country song. All I can think of, you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. (laughs) (laughs) There is a. That's a good jam. That is a good jam. Totally opposite of the one that I'm thinking of. And Damian, if you could please find it, put it in here right now. Hoochie, hoochie, hoochie mama. (laughs) Not that one. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy's friend already was like, what? Kathy camping? Girlfriend was not the camping type. I'm thinking Kathy was kind of like me. She would do it if she was forced. (laughs) She'll sign up and then she'll just cancel the week before. Yes, like that. Yes, 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 yes. So the friend was like, she's not the camping type. And especially where these two were camping, they had this remote camping area way, way above all the other campsites. Like no one ever goes up there to camp. Yeah. According to Todd, he got out of the tent to go to the bathroom and he got stung by some sort of bug and went into anaphylactic shock. He wakes up Kathy to drive him to the hospital because he forgot his EpiPen that night. Then there's a couple stories on what happened next. He tells one of the guys that he jumped into the bed of the truck, which doesn't really make any sense, but okay. And Kathy was driving the truck and then went off the cliff into the ravine. He then tells a story that he got thrown from the truck when he was sitting in the front seat And by the time he got down to the truck, the truck was in flames and he could not get to Kathy. He also says that he hit his head at one point. Like there's, he says multiple stories to multiple people. How did he get out of the anaphylactic shock? (laughs) He also said, well, this one guy that, that came up to him after he's yelling for somebody to help save his wife, uh, says that he thinks the smoke inhalation, uh, got rid of the anaphylactic shock. 
And he's never showed anybody where they were like, where did you get bit? What did like what? Nothing. Yeah. No, you don't just come out of anaphylactic shock. You uh-uh. fucking die. Like, yeah. but supposedly the crash knocked it right out of him. Um, he gets up and he sees that the cliff is burning. His wife is burning. He cannot get down there. So he makes his way up to a campsite screaming for help. A couple of guys came to help him and went down to see if they could get to Kathy, but the fire had engulfed basically the entire side of the mountain and there was no way to save her. This fire on the mountain also is a red flag. Like what that doesn't, it could happen, but typically it does not happen, right? They did notice that Todd had no scratches, bruises, or a bug bite. Uh, And he was dressed, as the men would say, like a homeless man. He was wearing a beanie type hat, boots, long sleeve shirt and long sleeve and long pants. And it was September in Georgia and it was hot outside. One of the guys said he was just in shorts and a T-shirt. So Todd was severely overdressed. Hmm. Probably because he jumped out of the truck before. I'm thinking before it went off the cliff. I don't know. I don't know how this guy got his wife to drive off the cliff, but I'm pretty sure he did it. The men went back up to the campsite where Todd said, maybe my wife's up there. Maybe he got, she got out and climbed back to the, to the campsite, which is like, no, no, she fucking didn't, but okay. Yeah. And these guys said that they felt real uneasy with Todd. Like, was he going to like pull out some sort of machete and like start hitting them too? But Nothing happened. Authorities got there. They also thought it was really a bizarre story. But the autopsy said that Kathy died of smoke inhalation and her body was charred 100%. So it was deemed an accident. Um, And then after Kathy's death, Todd, of course, collected on her life insurance policy. Obviously. Which Kathy had just got months before this accident, and the policy was $600,000. But if death happened by accident, you get double the money. So Todd walked away with $1.2 million. Oh, I was kind of wondering how Mr. Uh, got booted from the military was able to afford this Cameron Park Airhouse. Well, now you know. Now I know. Yeah, that's. That makes it make sense. Yeah. I'll bet he just gave her like some Benadryl or something and a cocktail and figured out some way to get, you know, stick on the accelerator, maybe spilled a little bit of gas in the car. That's what I think. All of that. Mm -hmm. That's what I think happened. And pushed it down the the ravine. And he was up in a place where nobody goes. So it's like, dude, this is definitely staged. But he never got... never got in trouble for it. So we can all agree to that. But back to Rachel. Investigators are very, very suspicious of him and they're not buying the self-defense theory. So they take Todd into custody where they charge him for murder. The prosecution was allowed to bring in this ex-wife's suspicious crash into the testimony, which to me is so surprising, but awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, It does paint a picture of this guy. Uh, He lived a life that was too expensive for his paychecks and having to pay child support and probably spousal support to Rachel 
was really not something that he wanted to do. When prosecution during the trial was talking about Todd's character, he makes this crazy outburst in the middle of the courtroom, which I will play for you right now. You are not samurai! Stop! Stop. You do not speak truth! You only want to destroy! You have no Bushido! You have no Bushido! Stop! Stop! Okay, so he decides that he was a samurai warrior again. That's not helping your case, Todd. (laughs) It's really not. Prosecutors think this guy is just a faker. Like they think this outburst and him having these like psychological outbursts are not real. I don't know. Okay. They're bizarre. Whatever it is, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, He actually got on the stand to defend himself. um, But. He just could not make anyone believe him. The jury found him guilty and he was sentenced to 26 years to life, which I think is pretty lenient, man. 26 years. That is lenient. Yeah. Yeah. Scissors are extra. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Mother. Extra. I I agree. So I say life without parole. That's what I I would say. I don't care who she was sleeping with. I think he gets parole, like up for parole. I think if I was right, 2031. No, those poor children, they should never have to deal with him. No. And so her kids are raised by the dad, her dad, who's actually an artist that people know uh, in Napa. Okay. It's like a well-known Napa artist. He took the kids to raise them. I don't know much about her mom. I tried to look up, but the dad was really, you know, he's on all the shows and He's made more of a, of like public statements and stuff. And then the kids went to him. The mom and the dad also have last na- different last names. So I don't think the mom was really in the picture that much for her or what I could tell. Yeah. She has some brothers, but yeah. So it's sad. She was a disco biscuit, man. I mean, really the cutest girl and loved her kids. And it's really unfortunate because now this and weirdo dad is in prison and she's gone. Okay. And well, what about James and his wife? Well, James and his wife divorced. Um, James I would imagine James was on, I think Dateline talking a lot with his daughter who I guess knew her very well, Rachel, and he's still in love with her. He loved her. Like he really did love Rachel, but I don't know what his deal is now. Well, that's too bad Yeah, because he never, maybe he doesn't, he, maybe he didn't really love her. They never like been in the same house with like shared dirty dishes and like all well, of that, you know, true. I mean, it's like, it's the, you know, boys to men, I'll make love to you. Like you want me to not the remix that everyone <laughs> needs to watch. Yes. True. Right. And then um, her first boyfriend actually also went on Dateline and he says uh, he he actually proposed to her um, before she left him for Todd. But it was a little too late, he said. And then he also said he's still paying for the ring that he bought like 10 oh, years shit. ago or more. So, I mean, I don't think the painting thing she is didn't working give out it back. So much. I, I don't know. They asked him on Dateline, like, you're still paying for that ring? And he's like, yeah, I'm still paying for it. <laughs> Oh, you got to give girls, you got to give it back. 
if you don't I make it down the aisle, it. you got to yeah, give but, it back. But what? He needs to return it. Like he can't. Re- it's like, hey, excuse me, can you return this diamond ring for me? Yeah, you. They take jewelers they take do? the ring. Yeah, they do. They take it back. Not for the same price, I bet. Yeah, they pretty much do. Really? Yeah. No, it's a thing. Okay, you know this. If I experience, I. <laughs> Nobody's given me a ring. Are you kidding? I me? give a ring back. Yeah, yeah properly. Mm-hmm. We did have a friend who called off an engagement, and I said she should keep the ring because he was a dick. But um, she gave it back, and he got the money back. And it was from that store where you get a real nice ring in a blue box. Was this E? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He's such a, fo- he's a fraud too, by the way, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am 100% sure we're going to be doing a story on him one of these days. One of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, you guys, thank you for listening. And if you have not become our bonus uh, subscriber or on our Patreon, it is now time to do that because we've got lots of good stuff coming. We're finishing up Elvis. We have an interview with a person coming up that does wrongful convictions, which is real exciting for me. Very interesting. Really tabs jam. It is my jam. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, you could go there and support us and we will support you back by giving you lots of episodes. Or if you listen on Apple, just click that subscription button. If you haven't left us a review, please do so now. That helps us um, get seen. If you leave a good one, you know. If you leave a bad one, it just hurts my heart. (laughs) True. It is true. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe right now. And if you haven't checked out our YouTube and you want to see what we look like, you know, go there. I think that's all for today. All right. Clinkity clink. Clink, clink.